reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Quiet, eat your pie. Sure. Everyone, we're not lost. We are back. <laughs> we are the Doom Patrol. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox, and we are back. Yes, <laughs> a little hiatus there. Yeah, uh, you know, technical difficulties. Someone actually had to get a job again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rough. It's rough out there, people. Rough. It is. It is. It is. But it was mostly technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of uh, website issues and whatnot to get through. So, However, we've figured them out, we hope, and mm-hmm. we're coming back to you. Yes, and we're back with issue 42. That's right. 42, 42 of the Doom Patrol from whenever. March 1991. That's right, featuring the sensational character find of 1991, <laughs> Flex Mentallo. This is an awesome cover. I love it. Yeah, it looks like an old beat-up comic. Yeah, yeah, he's got the tape on there, and and uh, very old-school style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, really uh, putting looks totally different than anything else he ever does. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Nice. It's very cool. Yeah, yes, I picked this issue up this summer at Fan Expo. It oh, was, did you? I did. Oh, yeah, I love this issue. <laughs> it's great. Oh, and it's got Mike Dringenberg. Mm-hmm. Dringenberg on art. Excellent. A little... A little change up. A little change of pace there. All righty, let's dive in here. So we have the cover. We have Flex Mentello flexing his muscles there, standing on the globe. <laughs> like he does. Like he does, with little radio waves in the background and... A twin propeller plane zooming through the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And we open it up, and boom, here we go. We are... Oh, is this Danny the Street, I think? Maybe? Huh. Sorry? Yes, it is. It's Danny yeah. the Street. So we've got uh, the chief rolling around, and... And, uh... What did they Sarah do Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, Sarah, his... Uh, his friend. His, friend. Yeah. The writer. Yes. So uh, they're saying they just want to pick up some stuff that uh, they left there last time. It won't take very long. And the chief says, did I see something move in here, Miss Furness? And she says, oh, probably. There's always something happening on Danny the Street. Actually, there is. Like, uh, in the, the third panel there, it looks like... Like a little disappearing mark. Yeah, yeah. There's there some... Suddenly it disappeared or moved away really fast. Yeah, there's a puff of smoke or, or <laughs> speed lines and something vanished. <laughs> it looks like the Charlie Brown uh, character there is doing something too. <laughs> Bowling or something. Maybe. Anyway, something's going on. She points to a lighted doorway and she says, The kitchen's this way. 
And then she speaks to Danny. How are you feeling today? You look a lot brighter. I notice most of your windows have grown back in. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. She goes to the fridge and takes a note off the fridge. And Danny tells her that he's feeling ever so much better now, Sarah. Thank you. She's like, oh, that's so good. I was worried about you for a while there, Danny. Don't do this to me again. And uh, he said, I'd rather have a McDonald's built on me than go through that again, dear. Love, Danny. <laughs> that's some pretty hardcore stuff. I wouldn't want a McDonald's built on me, so <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, better McDonald's than a Burger King. However. I don't know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, you know, I, I have a burger. I have a McDonald's in my town. I don't have a Burger King, so it's sort of a. I wouldn't say a treat exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice little change of pace every once in a while. So there you go. There yeah. you go. All righty. I mean, the Alrighty. preference between one crap burger and another is, you know, whatever. <laughs> totally. This is coming, however, from someone who grew up on McDonald's, so <laughs> Burger ah, King is just not going to cut it. I see. Well. Mm -hmm. However, that's all right. <laughs> uh, we got Josh there. Josh is hanging out with the chief, and he's like, this is weird. It's like, it's too real. You know what I mean? Everything's so distinct. And the chief is fascinated by it all. He says, it's, of course, the first sentient street I've ever encountered. Hmm. I wonder if we could have a look around. And uh, Josh says, hey, over there, that looks like a pretty positive yes. And there's like one of those uh, magnetic message boards. And it says, be my guest. I absolutely adore visitors. There you go. <laughs> All righty. Sarah is nothing if not hospitable. That's right. He's very polite. <laughs> Sarah's offering drinks. Anyone like a soft drink? There's 7-Up Coke, Lucozade, Iron Brew. What the heck is that? I have no clue. To the Google. <laughs> I know the Iron Brew is like is a British sort of energy drink pop kind of thing. Oh, I don't know what Lucozade is. It's I have oh, no idea. Sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. You go ahead and I'll Google that. <laughs> okay. So uh, Sarah continues to look around and the chief asks, is there any milk in there? She's like, there's a milk machine out by the police station. And, uh, that's, uh, I was going to call him Frank. It's not Frank. It's, uh, it's the main character there. It's Flex. <laughs> Flex is like, yeah, I remember. And the chief's... Yep, Lucozade is apparently a sports drink of some sort. There you go. So it's like British Gatorade or something. <laughs> no, Lucozade is American. Really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, no, United Kingdom. Oh, there it, we go. it is from the UK. So there you go. There we go. It's an energy drink. Which makes sense. Yes. Sure, sure. That's silly Grant Morrison being from Britain and all that. That's right. Peppering it with his Britishisms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Trying to convert us all over. That's right. That's right. Well, I'll be speaking the Queen's English. <laughs> mm -hmm. Pip, pip, cheerio. You betcha. Alrighty, so the chief apologizes for being overly inquisitive, but it's because he is. And he figures this would be a good time to have... Uh, Mr. Mentalo, tell us a little bit about himself. And Flex says, call me Flex. Everyone used to call me Flex. It's just like in the old days, isn't it? When we used to get together and swap origin stories. Magic rings found in Christmas cakes. <laughs> Words of power spelled out in bowls of alphabet soup. 
My origin story is fairly ordinary compared to some. <laughs> and we flip the page and we get like a bodybuilder magazine. Flex is doing Muscle the... Bow. That's right. <laughs> He's doing the pose. The pose. The secret origin of Flex Mentado. And he says, I guess it all started that day in 1954 on the beach. <laughs> the insult that made a man out of Mac. And we get uh, a recreation of those... Uh, uh, those Charles Atlas ads. Those Charles Atlas ads, yeah. Kicking the sand on the beach and stuff. So we've got a young couple sitting on the beach. The lovely young lady says, It sure is a swell day for lazing on the beach and forgetting your troubles, isn't it, Mac? You bet. Why, I've almost forgotten that awful dream I had about the harp with strings made from spaghetti. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Hmm. No. I don't remember the uh, melted Dali-esque clock on the beach either. Sitting or, on the or beach. the fact that Mac is sipping from a flask. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then a big muscle-bound volleyball dude comes running by, or beach ball, I guess. Yep. Kicks the sand in their faces, and, they, and, and Mac is like, quit kicking the sand in our face. And his lady says, that man is the worst nuisance on the beach. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, they're throwing down. You got a problem, pal, says Beach Ball Boy. Mac's like, what? He throws down the beach ball, so you know something bad's happening. He's <laughs> uh, ready. He's ready. That's right. Listen here, I'd smash your face, only you're so skinny you might blow up or dry up and blow away. What's that in the background? Is that like a ship I don't sinking? Know. I was trying to figure that out myself. I'm like, is it a monster or a rock or <laughs> something? Something. Morrison, it could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, big bully pushes the little guy down. Ha ha ha! What a scrawny runt! And Mac gets up and he says, "That big bully, I'll get even with him someday." And his girlfriend says, "Oh, don't let it bother you, you little boy." <laughs> she obviously comes from the uh, Jane Foster school of uh, charm. <laughs> That's right. And we got pterodactyls flying in the sky and <laughs> the Grim Reapers walking <laughs> along the beach. <laughs> That's it's awesome. A crazy beach. No wonder all this weird stuff happens. Totally. So Mac, of course, is having none of it. He uh, goes home. Darn it. I'm sick and tired of being a scarecrow. And he kicks the chair, which howls. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, Oh my goodness. Surreal. It's crazy. So he goes wandering through uh, the wet city streets and he thinks to himself, why can't I be a real He-Man like those other fellows on the beach? I just wish I could get my own back. I wish, I wish I... And someone from off stage says, you, let me prove I can make you a new man. What? Who's there? And we kind of look and we see some guy with a television for a head. Standing in the men's room, smoking three cigarettes. And what's he got hanging off of him? Looks like uh, beer cans. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I guess. <laughs> I don't know, some sort of... Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a trench coat on and a big scarf around his face. Are you fed up with seeing the Huskies walk off with the best of everything? Sick and tired of being soft, frail, skinny, or flabby, only half alive. I don't understand, says Mac. You want the Greek god type of physique that women rave about at the beach, the kind that makes other fellows green with envy. Yes, yes, I 
Well then, fill in this coupon now. <laughs> Check as many boxes as you like. Broader chest and shoulders, iron hard stomach muscles, tireless legs, etc., etc. Drop it into the third mailbox you see on the ninth day of the month. Then wait. I like how on the TV on his head it says, See my dreams for 10 cents. That's right. It's <laughs> a cool coin operated deal going on. That's excellent. And Max, like, why do you smoke three cigarettes? They're not cigarettes. They're cigarinos. Different thing. And with that, he vanishes. <laughs> Chances like that don't come very often in a guy's life, so he didn't hesitate. I'll gamble. I'll gamble a stamp and I'll get his free book. And so, of course, later, <laughs> he gets a weird tingly package in the mail. <laughs> you know, that would never make it to him in this day and age. It's post-9-11 era we live in. That's right. There will <laughs> that, be no... When comes to the post office, that thing is going straight to Homeland Security. <laughs> Absolutely. They won't be delivered any tingly mail. No way, no day. I hope it ain't radioactive, says the mail guy. <laughs> he hopes it ain't, but he's not really worried about it. That's right. He'll handle it. He'll. Well, hey, it's the fifties. Whatever. It's That's right. That's right. Radiation's not terrible. <laughs> anyway, he opens up the bag. He's like, "Gosh, I don't suppose I'll ever know where that book came from." Muscle mystery for you is the title of the book. And we flip over, and uh, Flex is telling them all it contained techniques that I can't even begin to hint at. Muscle power developed to such a degree that it could be used to read minds, see into the future, into other dimensions even. I just don't know why I was chosen. None of us ever know why we're chosen. If we were to find out, I'm sure many of us would be shocked and horrified. And, uh, what's her name there, Sarah? Mm -hmm. I'll take you through the police station if you like. This was always one of my favorite places when I was young. <laughs> I've got a, I'm not sure what's going on there. A police officer with like a little bobby cap and he's playing a something. Kind of like a clarinet, I guess. Maybe. I'm not sure what he's supposed to be doing. I don't know. What he's he... going, me, ma, me, ma, me, ma, me, ma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, all, that's all any of the policemen do. <laughs> And they go wandering through, and they take a look at some of the wanted posters. Wanted, the absence, and there's nothing there. <laughs> wanted, the shape of things to come. Wanted, hope. <laughs> the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> That's classic. All right, so you followed the instructions contained in the book, says the chief. And muscle mystery made you a new man, I presume. And <laughs> the police officers are standing at the... Uh, Little lottery machines there. They've got uh, the slot machines. They got slot machines. Yeah, <laughs> they got the uh, gold coins spilling out all winning, over them. Yes, because they're very like, waist deep in gold coins. That's awesome. And uh, Flex says, "Oh yeah, all together new." So then we get uh, get back to the uh, flashback ad scene there, and his lovely girl is sitting on the beach with a. Picnic basket and a iron, maybe, or a something. <laughs> anyway. Sure. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> yeah. Muscle dude comes by and kicks more sand on her. He's like, where's your skinny boyfriend, baby? And that's when Flex appears. What? Yeah. You here again? Here's something I owe you. And he pops him on the chin. Right in the face. Wow, the guy says as 
As in the background, his ship comes up out of the water. He goes sinking. It's in the previous panel too. It's just a little bit tilty. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured it was coming up, but you're right. It's probably uh, going down. (laughs) All right, muscle dudes, like why you? And then of course it happened. I just flexed, and something rose up in me. Some awesome power, the power of muscle mystery. And he just whams. He's like super buff there. He's just like totally. flexed right out. <laughs> and uh, bully goes flying across the sand. Oh yeah! And everyone on the beach is like, "Ooh la la!" <laughs> they were shivering and gasping as the power vibrated through them. Ah, oh, vibrated. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Flex says, there's like this weird pressure at the top of my head. Something seemed to break like a cheap pair of sunglasses, and I felt a mild heat burning down on my scalp. Hero of the beach. (laughs) That was the first appearance of my famous hero halo. The first, but not the last. (laughs) That's awesome. Take take what was a panel in the original ad, where it says hero of the beach, but it's actually projecting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, his girlfriend comes over. Mac, you are a real man after all. And uh, everyone on the beach is totally, totally into him. What a build. He's already famous for it. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. <laughs> he pushes her in the face. That's right. I am a real man, and I don't need a tramp like you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Down she goes, and off he walks with Hero of the Beach floating above his head. <laughs> he says, walking down the beach, flexing both biceps. <laughs> Leaving the poor girl a hump on the ground oh, there. She shouldn't have been so flighty. That's right. <gasps> you brute, she sobs. And Flex agrees, I guess I was a brute. <laughs> I lost my head a little bit. I went a bit wild. You have to remember, I was pretty young. And I still hadn't learned the subtleties of muscle mystery. In the years that followed, I went much deeper into the mystery. I learned how to refine and manipulate the secret vibration, vibrational wavelengths of each muscle, each tendon. And uh, Sarah says, if you all wait there, I'll introduce you to Dr. <laughs> she opens this door with a whole bunch of nines on it and uh, a whole chorus of brass instruments comes shooting flowers and music out. Very trippy. Everybody's hair goes flying back. <laughs> yeah. Like electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She slams the door. really embarrassed like they just stepped, walked into something. I know. <laughs> something very... Something going on in there. That's right. She's like, oh, uh, he's busy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How embarrassing. <laughs> uh, the chief's like, yes, uh, you were saying. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Alrighty, so in 1956, I changed my name to Flex Mentalo, Man of Muscle Mystery, and I became a crime fighter. What days. And we see him hanging out with a little kid there. I did it, Flex. I got over my fear of heights, but now I, I'm afraid of lengths. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Cheer up, Billy. I know a man who will understand. And then he had adventures. Sometimes at night, I imagine what it might be like to be married to a haddock. Is that so terribly wrong of me? And Flex Mantello tells his villain, I guess. I pity you, Dr. Saucer. But it's jail after the 18th hole, because they're, of course, on the golf course. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, on Sundays, when the weather was fine, I'd team up with several other adventurers. 
Saints preserve us, they say. It's the incendiary baby. No, <laughs> not the incendiary baby. It is, it is. <laughs> A charcoal broiled baby with wings. Lovely. Yes, those were fine days. The zipper, able to run at 100 miles per hour, but only when he's using his special whistle. Watch him go. The atomic pile, half man, half salad, with a sense of humor to match. He's my favorite. <laughs> Donald O'Mara, <laughs> Mr. 45. Seen here with his assistant, Romantic Rick. A bit of a ladies' man, he wants you all to know. No doubt. <laughs> assistant in quotes. That's right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I don't think that's his real beard. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. The uh, red... It looks like it's tied on. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> and the fact. The fact. He is. That's funny. Funny. Strange how all of our adventures seem to involve the color green. You really don't remember us? I'm afraid I don't, says the chief. What happened to them all? I don't know. I guess they all got proper jobs. The fact was active for a while, but he vanished in 1958. Driven mad by a hatred of wasps. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we see a couple of his little cards that I guess he leaves. The fact is, you can't judge a book by its cover. The fact is, a room's a room and a door's a door. <laughs> I heard that sometimes his fact cards turn up in junk stores, scorched around the edges and stained with green juice. Makes me feel kind of sad. It wasn't like him to be untidy. He always wore gloves. As for me, life seemed to quiet down for a while, but I still had my public. Just write to my best buddy, Wally Sage. Sure thing, little fella. He's signing autographs at the Midway Fair there. Mm-hmm. And then there was Dolores. I met her when I was judging a swimsuit parade. She didn't win, but I didn't care. When our eyes met... It was like the no noise glass. <laughs> it was like the noise glass makes when you write on it with a felt pen. Alrighty. That girl meant the world to me. Why I let her go, I'll never know. Of course, things were fine for a while. Things always are. We laughed. We played Monopoly. We cut funny pictures out of National Geographic. Like you do. Of course. <laughs> and then I stumbled upon the Pentagon horror. I shouldn't have answered the phone that night. I should never have invited him round, but I suppose I was flattered that he wanted my help. I wasn't much in demand by this time. His name was Norman Grindstone. Hi, my name is Norman Grindstone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a reporter. Turned out he'd been working on a story about the disappearance of Harry Christmas, who was some kind of ghost hunter. I can't remember much of what he told me. Something to do with sugar... Sugar tongs and a U.S. Navy destroyer that was used in some kind of invisibility experiment that opened a hole into another dimension in 1943. This guy, Harry Christmas, had found some connection between the missing sailors and a bunch of airmen who'd vanished back in 45. Disappearances, mysteries, crying telephones, the secret government. Harry was on to something big. I tracked down one of his contacts, an ex-MP who says he can't live with the things that he's seen. Whatever that means. Guy's a lush. But he claims to have some sort of architectural plan which backs up his story. I'm going to check it out tomorrow, says uh, the reporter, Norman. 
Norman. Norman Grindstone. That's right. It was three days before I heard from Norman again. Flex, it's that reporter. He sounds ill. Flex is in the background just flexing. Flexing. (laughs) He's even flexing when he answers the phone. That's right. Norman, is that you? My God, your voice. Are you okay? Where are you? Jesus, Flex, it's the Pentagon. It was built in 1943. It's in the Pentagon. Meet me at my apartment in half an hour, please. I found him sitting in the dark. He'd been crying. And when I saw the plans, I knew why. Oh, my God, says Flex. I know, I know. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I still don't want to believe it. On our own, I have some friends in Washington. We can fight this. Someone has to. I never saw him again. And he goes visiting other people. No one is here of that name. Never has been. No, he, so he goes back to his apartment and finds that he's not there, and allegedly he never has been. That's right. Every trace of him is gone. No listing in the telephone directory, no record anywhere. Just some Indian lady with, with the baby. baby. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you my daughter's burns for $5. $5. How about it? <laughs> it's like he never existed. And I can't even remember what I saw on those plans. What did we uncover? What's under there? All I remember is what I did next. I guess I was a little crazy. I was in too deep. I really thought I was strong enough to do it. Flex, please, says his girlfriend. Flex, Flex, you've been in there for two months. (laughs) (laughs) Just one more minute, he says, flexing, flexing. (laughs) I thought if I flexed hard enough, I could make it happen. I thought I could turn the Pentagon into a circle. Oh, my. His girlfriend, she can't take that. She's leaving. <laughs> She's had enough flexing. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever heard Dolores leave. He's flexing so hard, he's popping the lights in his room, and there's vibrations coming out of his wall and stuff. All he's doing is flexing. In all the apartments in my building, people began to experience unusual phenomena, spontaneous, uncontrollable orgasms. <laughs> nice. <laughs> We've got these old people in. <laughs> and their cat. And the cat. The cat's face is awesome. <laughs> it is. <sighs> An orgasmic cat. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> totally. They're getting visions of worlds folded into empty envelopes. Astounding new ideas for leisure footwear. Ooh la la. There were reports of bizarre dreams, all containing the word, obviously. Wine glasses rang, and then cracked paintings reversed into negative. People saw God, and he thought he looked kind of shifty. And I just kept on flexing. But I'd failed. I knew I'd failed. The Pentagon was still five-sided. I'd completely failed. You'd failed to turn the Pentagon into a circle, says the chief. (laughs) What exactly was the reasoning behind that? I don't know. Something to do with the geometry of anguish. I can't remember. I, and then, I don't know, some cat gets kicked out of a building. Yet again, that oaf has destroyed my day. The cat is knocked out, and Sarah says, sounds like Uncle Monty's in a bad mood. Perhaps this isn't the best time to look around his room. (laughs) Perhaps, said the chief. So what'd you do, says Josh? What could I do? I went in there. Into the Pentagon. 
The first part was easy. I had the power to cloud men's minds with my biceps. <laughs> no doubt. That's awesome. No one saw me, but maybe that was intended. I walked down endless empty corridors, down into the heart of the place. I could feel the evil. No, not evil. Something worse than evil. Like a magnet pulling me. I found the secret door, and beyond that, stairs. Ancient stairs going down into the darkness. I could hear telephones ringing, far away like crying. Telephone spirits in telephone hell. And I went down into the chiming dark. I reached a pair of doors, swinging doors, like doors in a cinema, and I pushed them open, and I saw it. Saw so what? Says everybody. That's awesome. That's some great imagery right there. That, those four panels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really well done. Yes. As he uh, goes down into the darkness there with the uh, hanging phones and stuff. I don't know. They've taken those memories. My head's been burglarized. <laughs> Drawers emptied and ransacked. I saw it. It's still there, turning and moving and sobbing. Gigantic. Clock. Barometer. Ant farm. I can't explain what I saw. It's too terrible to fit into my head or into words. Then they came away on an unknown sea, and all the fishes were hollow, my dear, and all of them swam at me. The men from nowhere, the men who never sleep. They'd been waiting for me, and none of my muscle mystery powers seemed to work against them. All my training was for nothing. One of them made me look into the tear in his sleeve. As we've seen before, that is a portal to the tea room of despair. That's right. That's no good. No good at all. Utility and horror and buttered scones. That's right. <laughs> That's what he finds. Forever without end. <laughs> but I escaped. Don't ask me how. Something in me must have been strong enough to get me out. I was free, but they'd broken me and they'd taken my memories. I didn't know where I was or who I was. I couldn't recognize the city or the language. <laughs> and we've got people behind him speaking like gobbledygook. Mm-hmm. I stumbled through the streets that somehow never seemed to become familiar to me. I lived on garbage, and I slept in the rain, and then one night I came across a street that was full of light and singing. It was my first human contact in years. And that's when he uh, mm-hmm. met up with Danny. Danny. That's right. That was, that's nice. Yeah, that was Danny, says Sarah. I remember the first time Danny came to our house. My dad and I used to call you Mr. Elbows on the Table because you wanted to arm wrestle with everyone. That was my way of making friends. <laughs> elbows on the table, elbows on the table. <laughs> we got a little flashback there. Dude's holding his shoulder like, no way. <laughs> He's broken my arm. Nice <laughs> <Good> job, thanks. <laughs> Years passed in the fog of amnesia. If I'd been a normal man, I'd have grown old without ever knowing what I'd once been. And then the Doom Patrol came and fought with the false men from nowhere. And I remembered. I remembered who I was and what I had to do. I have to save us all from the thing in the Pentagon. Josh says, well, when the Doom Patrol gets back from space, I suppose we can. It'll be too late by then. Don't you understand? We can't wait. It's been 30 years, <laughs> says Josh. <laughs> 32 years. Three and two make five, and that's their number, the number of death and the night of time. Help me, please. I can't do it myself. Not anymore. I've lost my muscle mysteries, powers. They're gone. There's nothing left. No more hero of the beach. 
So, says Josh, what are we going to do about this? You got any ideas? And the chief, of course, he's got ideas. He's like, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. I think I've just found the new Doom Patrol headquarters. (laughs) Yes, that's the chief. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And last page there, we get someone at the uh, train station. Flex. Flex, it's me. It's Dolores. Oh, Flex, I thought you were dead. She's calling this is from the, this uh, is the lost and found that uh, we saw her in the, one of the pre- prologues earlier. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember she? What she was looking yes, for? Yes, uh, she was looking for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's old. She was much older than, of course. Anyway, she's like, "It's me. It's Dolores. I thought you were dead again." <laughs> she says, "Flex, flex. It's me. It's Dolores. <gasps> flex. I thought you were dead." And of course, someone behind her's got like pinchy fingers and needles and stuff and they're like good good that's good that's right that's the way it sounds and that brings us to the end the next book is called news from nowhere excellent yes that is cool i had never read his origin well there you go there we go it's a good one (laughs) <laughs> it's a great mix of uh, the old ads and throwing his own little spin on stuff and yeah, putting his own little wonky weirdness in there. Very well, that really is sort of his his you know what the one thing he, the trademark is one thing he's known for is taking those little known bits and pieces of comics history and reworking them slightly <laughs> so that they're weirder and better. Totally. Totally. Excellent. Very, very good. Alrighty. Well, that brings us to the end of Flex Mentalo's introductory origin story there. Yeah. Yes. If you have any memories of Mr. Flex or those lovely old ads or your... Tell me, do you have the uh, the miniseries? I do not. His, mm, uh, see, I that's don't. a tough one because he... Did they ever get around to reprinting it? I know they were trying to at one point. I think they did. I think I read stuff over the summer where it was reprinted and kind of recolored and stuff so that the... I think it was recolored closer to the way that Morrison was hoping it would have been colored originally. Oh, okay. So, But the coloring is very different, I think, than the original miniseries. Mm. Uh-huh. So I'll have to look for it. Yeah, because I don't have it either, so we can't do that until we... Until we find it. Get, get her done. That's right. Well, I'm sure. When did the miniseries come out in relation to the Doom Patrol stuff? Like, um, I want to say after he was done on the Doom Patrol. Okay. But I could be wrong about that. Uh, Somebody else probably knows. They can tell us. Totally. And how can they tell us? Well, they can tell us by sending us an email, which is doompodtroll at gmail.com. Or you can visit us at our website, which is also doompodtroll.com. Wow, that's convenient. It's very convenient. Totally, totally, totally. (laughs) Yes, we're back from hiatus and ready to take on all your Doom Patrol questions. Exactly. That's right. All two of them. That's right. Send them our way. (laughs) Alrighty, we will see you all next week hopefully totally (laughs) right totally